and welcome to Como Explained, the podcast from the KBIA newsroom that breaks down the complicated issues and curious questions you have about the place we live. Our regular host, Ryan Vermeulener, couldn't be with us today, but I'm Abigail Keel, and we've also got our co-host, Jack Howard. You all know Jack. Hello. And um, what are we talking about today? I'm pretty sure we're talking about how the Magic Tooth Fairy brings us Mizzou Wireless. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Okay, so... I bring my laptop to campus on a regular basis, and I have a lot of trouble connecting to Mizzou Wireless. You know, I, I open my laptop. It does this little searchy thing. I watch bloop, the bloop, bloop, yeah, bloop, I watch the little bar move <laughs> up and down. And then, like, normally I have to enter my username and password since it's a private system, but, like, it never even gives me that box. Like, I don't even know what's going on. One technique I've started doing is closing it, closing the, turning it off and on like a light switch. Mm-hmm. And hoping that the light switch will um, figure out that I really need internet if I keep on turning it off and on. Yeah. No, I, I have come to desperate measures also. And I talked to some other students on campus who had all kinds of things to say about Mizzou Wireless. So let's hear what they said. Mizzou Wireless really, it's spotty. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, it tends to be bad, like, at the worst moments possible. Um, there have been plenty of times in my uh, 2150 class, which is multimedia journalism, where we are required to um, turn in a, an assignment at the end of class, and it never fails that every time at the end of class, when everyone's rushing to turn in the assignment, um, Mizzou Wireless will go down. I like it half the time, and it sucks the other half of the time. Being able to get internet basically anywhere on campus um, is really beneficial because I carry my laptop everywhere, so not having to worry about like finding a connection. That's really great. I don't like that some of the buildings that I use don't have Mizzou Wireless because I feel like we're just sort of like bunkered down in like a concrete structure where I can't get on the internet. Well, there's been many days where like I'm trying to just mess around on my laptop or even do homework and things like that and just complete shutdown. Can't like my computer won't even pick up that there is Mizzou Wireless. Sometimes I can't even log. I can't even log in with all my stuff. And like I've tried renting out computers from the um, student center, and I've entered my information. It doesn't even log me in. Um, it's definitely frustrating because that's definitely something I rely on. I mean, I'm paying the money, so I would expect to get that. And yeah, I don't really have another option. Yes, it does connect automatically, but it sometimes doesn't. And it's not. It's intermittent. Yeah, it's intermittent. It's decent. Yeah, coming from India, I feel this is good. I trust that the people who run Mizzou Wireless are trying to like run a functioning internet service and that they're not like here to take away the internet from us. So because I don't know very much, I probably just want them to explain to me uh, the process of getting the internet, the process of fixing it, uh, kind of what they have to deal with when the internet goes down. I mean, do they get lots of complaints? It's got to be a rough job to have people yelling at you all the time because the internet's not working and it's not necessarily your fault. Okay, so we just heard from Hunter Myers, D. Raj, Calvin Fiore, Ryan Barr, Emily Lee, and Jarrett Thomas, who are all students at Mizzou. And what that last student was saying, that they just kind of wanted things to be explained to them, that's basically exactly why we're doing this show today. If I had to explain it, I would just kind of explain it as, like, magic. Yeah, that's about how it works. Oh, who's Ooh. that? Huh? Huh? Is that the is that the resident nerd I, I see pushing up his glasses in, uh, our, in yes. our studio? Yeah, that's. Can, can you introduce yourself? Not after that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so that's Austin Federa. Um, he's the content director at KBIA, and we've brought him in as the um, 
resident expert on the internet uh, to help us kind of explain this stuff. So, Austin, what exactly is happening when we try to connect to the internet? So that's a that's a really big question, just to start out. If you live off campus, if you are at your house, uh, you have this nice little box probably sitting on a shelf somewhere. We commonly call it a router. Uh, it does a lot of things. It gives you wireless. It makes your computers be able to negotiate each other. Things don't smash into each other. And then magically you just get internet from this cable in the wall that arbitrarily was there when you moved in. It's a little different here on campus. Every single part that is in that box is its own huge, massive system from you wireless. Part you're probably most familiar with is little glowing spaceships. You see them in the hallways, you see them on top of classrooms. They've got three blinking lights on them. Those are basically just these little dumb devices that broadcast wireless. So we got the little blinky spaceships. When your computer opens up, that's the first thing it looks to talk to. It goes, where is there a spaceship? From the point where your computer says, oh, look, there's a spaceship for me to talk to, things get complicated. The way I understand it is that every year, you know, we keep having enrollment go up and up and up. And so it seems to me that Mizzou just needs to keep, like, upgrading and getting a bigger system to deal with this increasing number of students. And they're just not doing that. Basically, when, when you're online and you're doing something and you get kicked off, that's an availability issue. And that can be a few different things. So availability can be an issue where there's too many people trying to connect to too few spaceships. These things have a set maximum, right? And as more people connect, the range of them decreases. So it's finals week. Everyone's in the library. There's more people trying to use a more limited resource in a smaller space. So if everyone just like spread out, would it be better? Quite possibly, yeah. I mean, there are definitely situations where the problem with Mizzou Wireless is localized to your small area. And maybe it's fine in the engineering building, but in the journalism school, because it's deadline day and everyone's there, it's just going down. So say my problem isn't that there's too many people trying to connect to too few spaceships. What else could be happening and how can we understand that? Right, so the spaceships are just the tip of the iceberg in this whole huge system. From there, it's translated into the, a wired network. We talk about Mizzou Wireless as a wireless system. The vast majority of it is actually wires. These things run all through campus. They connect all the buildings, and they go back to these main data centers and these sort of special closets hidden in buildings across campus that help produce everything that we come to know as Mizzou Wireless. So, as you mentioned, we have a private network. You have to log into it. So, there's one process where when you connect, your computer says, hey, I'm Jack Howard's computer. Here's my login credentials. Across campus, over to this gatekeeper. And it goes, yes, this is Jack Howard. We know this guy. We're going to let him on our network. It's a bouncer. Bouncer, yeah. So, the bouncer says, you're cool. Come on in. Then, all the way back to what's known as an access controller. And this is the thing that actually says, yes, we're going to give you internet as a wireless user, or no, we're not going to give you internet. It doesn't make decisions about if you get on or not, but once it's told, it goes, all right, we're going to let you on the wireless. So this thing's actually making a bunch of decisions. You open up and your computer says, I want to join Mizzou Wireless. And this thing goes, all right, Jack can see four spaceships. Which spaceship actually does he have the best connection to? Okay, we're going to put him on this spaceship. And then it goes, wait, is Jack even allowed to be here? 
So it has to go and check with the bouncer. The bouncer goes, yes. Or the bouncer says, no. Or what happens sometimes, the bouncer goes, ugh. <laughs> and that's it. And then you get your blink, doop, 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 doop. And because the, the exit control is going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? If you've got your guard at the door, his boss isn't talking to him. What's he going to do? He's not going to kick you out. He's not going to let you in. You're stuck in limbo. Okay, so I know how I feel when I'm stuck in limbo. I'm tweeting at Do It Mizzou Wireless saying, hey, what's up? Help me out. And what are those other people? What is Mizzou Wireless doing? Where are they at? And how are they making sure that that bouncer is going to let me in? The people on the other side of the system are in a war room. All of the Mizzou Wireless people, all of the MUIT people, and some of their the servers that bring you Mizzou Wireless that we pay for to work with Mizzou Wireless to give you internet. So they keep this, they're trying to keep the system up. Cool. So, um, I mean, what are they doing in there? I imagine them all sitting at computers. I imagine they'll have glasses and are wearing like pens in their pockets. You know, what, what are they doing? What are they using to make the problems go away? So in the war room, there's a couple of people from across disciplines. There's people from Mizzou Wireless. There's people from MUIT. And there's also vendors. And they bring us wireless. So we pay MU Wireless to pay these people. So when something goes wrong, it's not necessarily Mizzou Wireless's servers, which is how you'd normally think of it. It's not Mizzou Wireless's boxes sometimes. That's wrong. Yeah, so there's many parts in this whole crazy complex system that brings you Mizzou Wireless. And there's different companies involved at different levels of the process. Some only make the spaceships. Some only make the spaceships. Some make the bouncer. Some make the gatekeepers. There's all these different parts that have to work together perfectly to make Mizzou Wireless function when you open up your laptop, when you turn on your smartphone, any of these processes. And that's really complicated. Getting these companies to work with each other in the unique environment that we have here with so many people in so many different parts of the campus is where all the problems come together. And there's always going to be problems with any huge complex system. The question is how quickly can these recover from it? So just because there's more users than expected, there's more requests than expected, everyone sitting in the library, doesn't necessarily mean the system has to go down for hours, right? And, and that's really what Mizzou Wireless, it seems like, is trying to work through with these vendors, that there's something wrong with a portion or part of the system that when it goes down, it's just not able to get back up in a reasonable amount of time. You're, what you're saying is it's not the problem that's the problem. It's how you fix the problem. Well, the problem is a problem. But is the problem <laughs> unreasonable, right? So that, that's kind of what it – Unjustifiable. What, is it unjustifiable, okay. right? Mm -hmm. When you're running across campus to get from one building to another, your phone, your laptop, whatever you happen to have on you, your smartwatch maybe in the future, is moving – from spaceship to spaceship to spaceship. Ooh. And that's a lot for a system to handle happening times 30,000 or however many of us there are all moving of, all day All long. these people moving with all their devices. So when I think of Mizzou Wireless, I think of like this thing. Like if you look at their Twitter page, they have like a little like spaceshipy thing with one system up in the sky. You can look at this. This is yellow. I was just looking. It's really creepy. And it's like it's like a heavenly thing. But when I think of Mizzou Wireless, I think of like a unwired system. And I think of like some little deity up there giving me access to Netflix. 
or Google Drive yeah. more, more often. And that's not really how it works. So KBIA, KOMU, any of these things, there's one big tower. Right, You can drive out and you can go see it. It's like 800 feet tall. And that's where all of your KOMU and all of your KBIA radio comes from. Mizzou Wireless has thousands of these spaceships all across campus. And when you move from one to the other to the other to the other, your devices have to talk. They have to switch back. To, they have to decide which spaceship am I connecting to now. And that's that job of that access controller. So once you're on the system and you're moving, it has to decide... Who's going to talk to Jack's phone? So if I get this right, it's kind of like finding radio stations on a road trip. Let's say I'm driving from Chicago to Mizzou. So I'll start with, and I'll drive away from Chicago. I'll keep on getting the Chicago stations, but then they'll start to fade a little bit when I start to get into the boring part of Illinois. But once I get to a major city, like the radio stations like kind of come back. Every time I'm walking around campus, it's like a mini road trip trying to find a radio station. Right, and you keep having to adjust your dial to find the new radio station. It's just like that, except imagine trying to do it from a 747, going at 700 miles an hour, and you're trying to tune to each radio station as you pass over each radio station. You're maybe in each one for only 20, 30 seconds if you're taking a bus across campus, but each time the access controller has to go, all right, now talk to this one. All right, now talk to this one. All right, now talk to this one. And sometimes it'll lose you, right? You'll, you'll drive past the field and there'll be no signal there for you to connect to and then you come back on and then the bouncer has to go wait a minute I haven't seen you before and then by the time it said all right you can come on maybe you're in a totally new spaceship so they can actually track between classes when everyone's running across campus these problems get worse because this is a this is an availability issue this is how quickly can the network dynamically respond to these fast changes that are happening in the really heart of it you can imagine almost every student switches from one spaceship to another. That's a huge amount of stuff to negotiate. What's being made available? So speed doesn't seem like it's really that much of the problems that I might encounter. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a kind of crazy phenomenon that Mizzou Wireless's system hasn't, doesn't reach its full limit. So when we think of a myth of Mizzou Wireless that they need to buy more things to give you internet, there's a Mizzou wireless, and then there's, like, the whole magic world of the Internet. We've never come close, as you're saying, to maxing out that connection. There's always available bandwidth left. Bandwidth is a measurement of how much data per second a system can handle. So how much Internet? How much Internet a system can, per second a system can handle. When I'm thinking of making my Internet at home faster, I'll think of buying more bandwidth. Will that make Mizzou wireless faster? On the far end, downstream, the magical world of the internet, no. Now, the availability also includes how can Mizzou Wireless get you that internet? So if there's 400 people in a small room with one spaceship, that spaceship can only distribute so much internet. So, you know, part of the problem is some of the stuff that's happening in the war room, happening with these vendors who sell us this internet, happening in all of these little interchanges all around campus all the time. But there are things that we as students and people who are trying to use this internet can do to make this process smoother for ourselves while we're waiting for those bigger problems to be solved. Um, and some of those things are, are pretty simple. They were recommended to us by the people at Mizzou Wireless. Um, and one thing students can do, especially, is kind of 
use initiative to find a spot where there is good internet access. So if you're in the student center and you're having trouble, maybe you just kind of walk across the campus, go over to another building, try in there. Another thing you can do is use wired connection. So bring an ethernet cable to campus, find a spot where you can plug that in and you'll have a stronger connection. You can also use one of the thousands of computers that already exist on this campus that are plugged in and are going to have a strong connection for you. And especially if you're uploading or downloading files, you really want to think about where you are, how many people might be there, if that little spaceship is going to be overloaded, and just pick a spot where you're going to have better connection for you to make those big uh, uses of the internet. And finally, they just sort of ask that we all be patient with them. They are working hard. And, you know, in the long run, we still have internet and we kind of could be thankful for that. The one place that does kind of have its own little fancy pants network situation is the hospital. So if you really need to turn in that paper on time, maybe you should just, you know, go to the ER. Thanks for listening to Como Explained. Go to kbia.org to read more about Mizzou Wireless. And check out our next episode coming out in two weeks about uh, why KBIA only plays classical music during the day. 